Every time we've talked about the municipal elections that are coming up next week, uh, we've been flooded by questions that, frankly, I haven't had all the answers to. So I thought, well, I'm in a position where I can go and get somebody who does have the answers. So that's what we're going to do here. Try and answer all the questions that you've sent me over the past few days about what it's going to look like when we go vote, because it's going to be a little different. There's no question about it. So to get the answers, we have Pamela Renwick joining us now, who is the Acting Deputy Chief Electoral Officer for Elections Alberta. Pamela, thank you so much for your time this morning. I really appreciate this. Oh, hang on. i got to bring to that. Sorry, Pamela. I forgot to push the button. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Um, why, why don't we just start with the, the basics? I, I know a lot of people, what do I need to go and vote? Do I need a utility bill? Do I need ID? Blah, blah, blah. To go and vote uh, in the election coming up on the 18th, what do you need to have with you to be allowed to cast your ballot? Yeah, so you do require identification to go vote. So, uh, you know, it depends on the municipality, what they're looking for. But generally, if you have photo ID, that's going to be your best option. Uh, But if you don't have photo ID that has your address on it, if you have two pieces of ID, so things like uh, your utility bills and things like that, uh, then bring that with you. Um, They're going to be looking that you have your address on that so that they can verify that you live in the municipality. Okay, so two pieces of ID. What if you just have your driver's license that has your name and it has your address? Are you good? Yes, that's perfect. If you have a driver's license or an Alberta identification card, just that one piece is good. Okay, fair enough. Good enough. Now, when you get to the polling station, is it going to be different due to COVID? Is there different protocols in place this time around? So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to imagine so, but... You keep in mind, Elections Alberta, in this case, is not providing any of the voting opportunities. It's actually being provided by the local municipality. So we're overseeing it. We're supporting them. Um, But each one of them has made different decisions around how they're going to modify their voting process or what they're going to do to make sure that it's safe for electors. So if you're curious about what that looks like, I would recommend you check out your municipality's website for information. Makes perfect sense. Now, with so many different elements in these elections, you know, we've got the senator question, uh, the two referendum questions. uh, In addition to the mayor, councillor and trustee, we've also got in Calgary the fluoride question. So what can you expect when you go in? Is that all on one ballot? Do you get separate ballots for each of these issues? So there's going to be multiple ballots, no matter where you are in the province. Although it looks a little bit different, depending on whether or not your municipality is using alternative voting equipment. So like Edmonton and Calgary use tabulators. Um, So for them, when you go in, you're going to get two ballots. It's an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. One of them is going to have all of your local contests. So your your mayor, your councillors and trustee. And then the other page is going to have the Senate election and the two referendum questions. Gotcha. Now, for a lot of areas of the province, though, they don't use tabulators. They use, you know, the traditional paper ballots. And in that case, uh, each of these contests is actually on a separate ballot. So you'll kind of have a number of ballots that are being issued to you. Oh, so you could see as many as three different ballots then? Uh, well, the two referendum questions are one on, on a ballot, and the Senate Senators. is on a ballot. Your school trustee will be on a ballot, and then you also have your mayor and oh, councillor. Okay. <laughs> so I think you could have up to five. All right. Fair enough. Now, do you have to cast a vote on every single one of the possibilities? Do you have to vote for a mayor and a councillor and a trustee and a senator and the referendums? Or if you just want to go in and cast a vote for mayor, will your ballot still hold up and that vote will be counted? Yes. So the legislation has a process for declining. And to decline, you just leave that contest blank. Um, You still take that blank ballot and you put it in the ballot box, but it is counted as a blank ballot. 
Um, and so you can do that whether or not, you know, it's on a single ballot or you have the consolidated ballot that has the three questions on it. Uh, you can choose whether or not you want to vote on any of the kind of ballots you've been provided or whether or not you want to leave some blank. Gotcha. Okay, so if you want to just vote for your city council, you can do that and just completely ignore the other ballot that has the senators and refer- and that won't affect your vote in any way. Yeah, the election officers are still going to issue you the ballot. Yep. They're obligated to do so, but you can place it blank in the ballot box. Gotcha. And, and it goes the other way, too. If you only want to vote on the referendum, go ahead and do that and leave the other stuff blank, and that's fine. The vote will be registered. That's right. Perfect. Okay, now, you mentioned the tabulators. I mean, uh, we had some people saying, how are the votes counted? Primarily, it's done by hand, I think, right? But these tabulation machines, it's done right there in front of you, right? You take the ballot, and it's immediately entered in the, into the tabulator, is it not? Yeah, so when you put your ballot into the ballot or to, into the tabulator, it scans it and it's reading kind of your marks and it's kind of collecting that information. Um, and you actually kind of see that it registers that your ballot has been inserted and counted. Um, but at the end of the night is when they actually turn the key and produce the report with the results. So no one is seeing how you voted throughout the day. Um, you still have your secrecy of the vote. It just makes it a lot quicker for those municipalities because on you know at 8 p.m. on election night, once everyone's done voting, uh, you know they get their results within minutes. Uh, whereas for other jurisdictions that are doing the hand count, this is going to be, I think, a long night for a lot of them. And it's a lot of work to ask for them to count all these ballots. Yeah, absolutely. And we thank them for the work they do. And uh, thank you for joining us and answering some of the questions this morning, Pamela. Appreciate it very much. Yeah, no problem. That is Pamela Renwick, who is acting Deputy Chief Electoral Officer for Elections Alberta. Okay, so there you go. You're going to go in. You could be handed a stack of ballots, depending on where you're voting. Vote only on the ones you want to. And if you leave any of the other ones blank, it's not going to affect your vote. Okay, so if you only want to vote for mayor, vote for mayor. If you only want to vote for a senator, uh, you can do that too. It's completely up to you. Um, So there's the questions answered. And, you know, like she said, municipalities will be different. Um, As we were told during the federal election due to COVID protocols, maybe be a little patient. There could be longer lines as they do social distancing and things like that. We'll have to see how that breaks down uh, in different locations. But I think it would be wise to go in being patient and expecting it might take a little longer this time around than it has in the past, simply because they have, you know, new restrictions that they need to follow and things like that. So there you go. There's your elections questions answered.